Hello everyone. You're listening to another episode of the Print Life Podcast and today we're going to be chatting about one of my favorite things to do at the start of a new year once I've kind of moved through the first week or two mapping out my year, taking a look at my calendar, beginning to plan very specific things that are coming up and just kind of taking a look at my year at a glance. This is the piece of the puzzle that I find to be really fun and really allow me to anchor into the overall goal I have for the year and break it up into kind of bite-sized pieces to allow me to stay on track as I move through the year. You're listening to the Print Live Podcast. I'm Leslie Kinahan, owner and creative director at White Buffalo Studio and founder of the Print Life Community. This podcast was created to offer insight into the hidden world of print design. If you're a surface pattern or print designer who wants to attract dream clients, increase sales, and build a sustainable business that you love, you're in the right place. With over a decade of experience, I'll be covering all things surface pattern and print design, sales, marketing, and mindset to support designers in growing a creative business. Whether you're freelance, in-house, or just getting started, I've got you covered. Welcome to The Print Life. So I'm just getting back into my office this week. Um, I'm kind of taking it slow right now. I'm really trying to be intentional, setting up my calendar, and really beginning to think about how I'm going to approach things this first quarter, mapping out my year, mapping out my 90-day goal, and all of the fun things that I love to do. I, I don't think anything lights me up more then taking a look at possibility, taking a look at the future, beginning to think about what I'm going to work towards and how I can do that in the way that feels the best and in the most kind of effective and efficient way. I think being as efficient as I can with the time that I have available to me is one of my love languages and allows me to kind of have the best of both worlds for me, which is to be um, kind of a I don't know what the right term would be, not a stay-at-home mom, but to be an at-home mom <laughs> who also is a creative entrepreneur and can show my my son that I am a hard-working mom who's also available to play Monopoly in the afternoon and read him books and talk about Scooby-Doo and all the things. <laughs> so this is kind of my first week back in the office. I, I took the first week off because my son just went back to school on the 9th. So again, easing in pretty slowly. I hope you're all having a really good start to the year. I spent probably a few days before this week started giving my space um kind of a makeover and I painted. I've been wanting to paint it for a while. I got a few new pieces. I hung some art I've been wanting to put up. I made a brand new pin board for White Buffalo Studio for my um, creative direction. And I am just absolutely loving sitting in this space. It feels so good. It finally feels how I've been wanting it to feel for a while. I, I don't know about you, but it can get pretty easy to get caught up in our to-do lists and to say that we want to do these things when we have time, when we have time. And then I find that there's never really time for the things that we want. Um, we have to make time for them. We have to stop what we're doing 
and just execute. And that's what I did. And I'm so happy I did because I feel like I'm going to be way more productive and creative and just, I'm just super vibing in my space right now and I'm loving it. So what do I want to talk about today? It's one of my favorite things to do at the beginning of a new year or at the end of the year previous. This year I'm getting a little bit of a late start on it because again, my son was home until the 9th. So we got a late start to getting back to work. But um, as I was looking at my year, you know, I like to look at the whole year ahead and then break it up into four 90-day goals that work for that overall goal for the year. And then within my 90-day goals, I break up each month to bite-sized goals that speak to that 90-day goal. And that's kind of how I set up my year. Um, We talk about that quite a bit in the Print Life membership. I feel 90-day goal setting feels very doable. And if your four quarters of the year are pre-kind of set or thought about in a way that's working to the overall goal for the year, it really keeps you accountable, keeps you on track. So we don't forget where we were or what we wanted. It just keeps things kind of on that track moving forward slowly. And something that I find accompanies that really well that I've been doing for about probably four or five years now is choosing a word of the year. And I finally made my decision for my word of the year and really excited about it and what I'm doing a little bit differently this year that I think is going to work really well with my 90-day goal setting is I'm taking my word for the year and breaking it down into four either goals, tasks, or habits that I can assign to each quarter to focus on that one thing during that whole quarter so that by the time I reach this time next year, I can say, wow, I really put an effort into staying on track to actually embodying and being and living in that word that I chose. And I think that in doing so, we get a little bit closer to actually being that word that we choose. And if you're somebody who's in either the marketing space or the design space or business, you've likely seen that a lot of people do this. We select a word of the year. Maybe you've done it yourself in the past. What I have found for myself is when I would just select a word that felt, you know, oh, that that's a fun word or, oh, I'll try that. And I just pick a word. Similarly to what can happen with resolutions or goal setting is I choose the word and then a couple months into the year I I forgot that I picked a word I'm not really doing anything in line to living into that feeling living into that word right so by being intentional with this word and coming up with four habits or four mini goals or four routines or four things I can do and break them into one per quarter By doing that, we can be more intentional with really living into that word. So for example, a couple years ago um, is when I really started being a bit more intentional and carrying that word with me through the year. I like to choose a word that gets me closer to my big picture vision, that gets me closer to being who I want to be, to having the business I want to have, to living the life that I envision in the future, or to just being fully present and having gratitude for right where I'm at. Whatever that word is for you. If you've never tried this before, I would love to encourage you 
to choose a word for the year. And if you're kind of struggling with, well, how do I pick a word for the year? There's a lot of different words that sound fun, right? Like I want to be in alignment this year. I want to be more consistent this year. I want to be vibrant. I want to be healthy. I want to be creative. I want to speak more to the artist side of me rather than business or vice versa. If you have a hard time landing on a word, I'm going to offer up working backwards from thinking about where you'd like to be one year from today. When it's January 2024, what would you like to look back and say, wow, I've come so far now that I did blank, now that I have blank. And then once you figure out what it is you want, maybe it's more clients, maybe it's consistent income, maybe it's a specific salary, a number you have in mind, maybe it's selling consistently in your online shop or getting an agent or working with a studio or starting a studio, whatever it is you envision starting 2024 with, that's where you start. That's where you begin. We begin with the end in mind, right? I think it was Stephen Covey who said that. I learned it from my business coach, James Wedmore, but I always love that working that way now, working backwards from the end result so that the the pieces that you need to put in place are very clear because we know what we're working toward. So if we start with that end picture in mind, right? More clients, the agent, the studio, the salary, the job, whatever it is, the studio space, the body of work, going to a trade show, whatever it is, ask yourself, why do I want this thing? What is it I think this thing will give me or I will feel once I have that? Will I feel successful? Will I feel grateful? Will I feel consistent? Will I feel happy? Will I feel validated in my career choice? Will I, how will this make me feel? What will this give me? Does it give me stability to have the income? Does it give me um, the ability to maybe purchase a home? Does it give me the ability to be there for my child after school? Does it give me the ability to go on a vacation or whatever it is that you feel this end vision will give you? You're going to move backwards from there to that feeling. What is the feeling now we're after, right? And once you get into feeling that feeling, then we can ask ourselves, in order to feel that, to have that, to get there, who must I be? What would that person do today to get there? What would that person be doing every day? What would some ways of being or characteristics or descriptive words of a person like that what would those words be? And that's where we can start playing with different words that we can then begin to live into, begin to embody in order to get us closer to that thing that we are after, to the outcome, to the feeling that we're really after, right? Stability, success, freedom, travel, whatever it is, right? And I like to use, it's very easy to use, um, like fitness, health and fitness as an example. So I'll use it as an example here. If your end result is to be in the best shape of your life, right? 
Why do we want to be in the best shape of our life? Is it because you want to look in the mirror and feel like, wow, I did it. I accomplished the hard thing. Do you want to look in the mirror and be like, wow, I look amazing. This is the strongest I've ever felt. Maybe it's strength you're after. Maybe it's appeal or allure. What are we after when we go after these things? And then if you're this person, excuse the noises in the background. If you're this person who's after that, what choices would you be making on a daily basis if that was your end result? If that was your goal to feel strong, to feel healthy, to feel in shape, to feel like you can do hard things, what would you be embodying every day to get you there? Would you be disciplined? Probably. Consistent? Probably. Would you be making healthy choices? Um, And you can start brainstorming words from there, right? So let's say disciplined is a really good one, right? If we're disciplined, then we can do hard things. If we're disciplined with our food, we can find balance, right? Because I have a friend of mine who loves to talk about balance. She doesn't really deprive herself of things she loves. She finds a way to do all of the things she loves because she is disciplined Monday through Friday during the day, she's disciplined so that she can have the things that she wants on the weekends. And that works for her, that balance. And we all need to find what works for us in our own way. Following what other people do doesn't always necessarily work for everyone. We have to find our way to adapt to something that is, that we can do consistently, right? So Oftentimes we think consistent means I'm doing it every day. Consistent means being consistent. What works for you to be consistent? Maybe it's a few times a week. Maybe it's two mornings a week I run and two mornings a week I walk. And there's consistency in that. Maybe it's just moving your body for 10 minutes a day. Or maybe it's stopping eating after 9 p.m. every day. And that feels like something you can be consistent in. But it's Basically taking these very small actionable items that feel doable for us that will get us closer to that goal, right? So once you're able to kind of brainstorm some words and some thoughts and some potential habits and ways of being, then you can say, okay, and circle that word, that word that is standing out to you. That can be your word of the year. And in some cases, it can work if you throw I am at the beginning of your word. I am consistent. I am disciplined. I am strong. I am an artist. I am successful. Whatever your word is, right? I am wealthy. I am healthy. I am whatever your word is. And once you have your word down, then think about your year in terms of four sections. That's how I love to work because it feels manageable and bite-sized without the overwhelm, right? So quarter one, quarter two, quarter three, quarter four, choose one habit, one small action item, one small goal for each quarter of the year that you feel gets you closer to being that thing that you now are, the I am, right? And if your word doesn't work with I am, like one year my word was clockwork, and that's fine, I am not clockwork, 
but what did I need to be to achieve the feeling of what, what does clockwork give me, right? So the year I chose clockwork, I didn't go this deep on it, which is why I'm trying it a different way this year. But the idea of clockwork in my business meant I needed systems in place. I needed to be consistent. I needed to form really good habits. I needed to hire help. And those were the four things I focused on, right? Systems, habits, hiring help, and being consistent. And if I focused on those four things, things started to feel easier. They started to feel like clockwork. And that's kind of what we're after here is how can you support yourself throughout the year with goals, habits to focus on that get you closer to the embodiment of this word, right? So once you have this word, this idea, these habits, just write them down. And when you're planning out your, maybe you do 90 day goal setting if you're in the Print Life membership. So for your 90 day goal, choose your first habit. What's my first habit of the month that is in line to my word of the year? If your word of the year is to find your handwriting, maybe your habit in quarter one would be non-negotiable three days a week for 20 minutes a day. I'm going to play, doodle, explore, right? And then in quarter two, maybe you're going to take a class in a medium that's outside of your comfort zone. Maybe in quarter three, you're going to choose whatever doodle direction you did in quarter one and whatever medium you've been practicing and unite them to be consistent in playing in that area. And by quarter four, maybe you have a really good sense of what you've been playing with and now you're just ready to be repetitive. And maybe in quarter four, it's all about repetition, 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 so that by January 2024, you can look back and say, wow, I really made some progress and feel like I found my style and now I'm better at a new medium. I doodled and played and I explored and now I feel like I really found my handwriting, right? And it makes designing a bit easier. It helps you to brand your your creative business a bit easier and it gives you a bit of confidence in terms of reaching out to potential clients. There's so much more it can do for us if we go a bit deeper on why we're choosing the word. What does the having a print style give you, right? More clients, more sales, more confidence. What does it give you? More growth in your career, consistent income. And then we can kind of, by having that intent, right? Of knowing, oh yeah, it's going to give me all those things. I want those things. That's the driver toward the word, the outcome, right? And then setting the goals, the little habits, the habit tracking is what will continue to keep you accountable, keep you on track and hold you to your word, right? So if you end up trying this, I hope you do. Um, I think this is a lot of fun every year. It's not rocket science either. Like you can find your own special, unique way of doing this. It doesn't have to be exactly the way I do it or exactly the way somebody else does it. What's going to work for you is what feels good. And for me this year, I chose my word that feels good And it's more about me than about my business per se, but the outcome affects my personal life, my business, me, relationships, it affects everything. So even if you have like a really big word that impacts your life in a lot of different ways, you can still pull those little habits out 
for every 90 day um, chunk of time throughout the year to keep you on track. But I'm excited to come back in January 2024 and let you guys all know what, how my progress was and how what that looked like. And um, I'm really excited to dive into this year with this idea, this this word, this concept, these habits, and all this really fun, juicy momentum to get us going. Uh, if you do end up choosing a word, I would love you to share it in your stories and tag me so that I can cheer you along. I hope you guys are having a wonderful week and I will see you next time. Bye. Thank you for joining me for another episode of the Print Life Podcast. If you're loving the episodes, the interviews, or finding value in what I'm sharing with you all, I would love to hear from you. Head over to whichever platform you tune in to the Print Life Podcast on and leave me a comment or a review. See you next time.